Welcome to the Confidence Through Health Podcast. My name is Jerry Snyder. As a health, wellness, and sports performance coach, my goal each week is to bring you experts to help you take control of your health and build your self-confidence. Thanks for including me today on your journey to better health. As an elite level runner and coach, I'm excited to introduce you to the All In Running Club. The All In Running Club exists to help you become a better runner. Whether you're a beginner, an elite runner, or anywhere in between, the mission of the All In Running Club is to give you the tools you need to find your success in running. Join today to take advantage of the 75% off yearly membership rate offer. Click the link below in the show notes to learn more. So thank you, Scott, for being a guest on the Confidence Through Health podcast. Hey, my pleasure. I'm glad to be here, Jerry, and catch back up with you. It's been a few years since our uh, our, our days back on the uh, A&M track team. What years were you there exactly? So I came in the fall of 92, and then okay, that's, of course, uh, the red shirt year, and so I finished up in 97. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I was 89 to 94. I was on the yeah. five-year plan there. So you were there with the whole... Scott Garvin uh, yep. and Donnie and all those guys. Yeah, you're yep. part of that crew. Yeah, they 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 broke me in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a heck of a crew to break you in. Well, I hear the yep. uh, the the cross country team, the women's cross country team, yeah, had a pretty awesome season this year. They did. They did. As the first time in 23 years, I think they've been to the NCAA championship. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they got second cool. in their regional. I think second only yeah. to Arkansas, and then. Yeah. Um, they qualified the whole team to move on to NCs. You know, that was yep. pretty exciting to hear. That's great yep. stuff. Yep. And I think they were only projected fourth going into the meet. So oh, really? that's a okay. huge, yeah, huge improvement on where they were projected yeah. to be. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so in, in it's it's it is great to connect with you on a on a like a level that's a sports improvement piece, but also an overall health improvement piece. Yeah. And, you know, when you reached out and told me about like what's going on, I was like, okay, I, I, yeah, I need to talk to you about this, like, and let people know what's coming because I think everybody knows like that every day technology is breaking through on different things. Right. And, mm-hmm. and there's, while there's the pharmaceutical side, which over the last three years, everybody's sort of gotten a very hypersensitive piece yeah. to, right. The different technology oh, yeah. pieces that's going on there. And it's yeah. like, okay, how can we do things that are not pharmaceutical related but still improve our health. And that's what y'all have got going on, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's truly amazing. Absolutely. You know, it's um, to put it in a nutshell where we are able to uh, oxygenate pools of water with what we call ultra fine nanobubbles. These are bubbles that are so small. I mean, they're totally invisible to the naked eye, right. um, but they're so small that they can actually penetrate through the skin Right. You know, through the pores, the skin and the pores, and directly into the tissue and directly into the bloodstream. Right. So, in, in a nutshell, um, instead of your oxygen intake being limited to what you can absorb through the lungs, mm-hmm. your entire skin becomes a breathing apparatus. And right. it's like breathing three to four times the amount of oxygen that you normally would. Right. Totally amazing. Right. And, and it's, I mean, it's it's completely safe too, right? Because it's just oxygen, right? Like we're getting it anyway. It's not like yeah. we're, it, it's yeah. not some, you know, synthetic oxygen or anything like that. Like it's just no, it's not. In fact, what 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 the the process in its general steps is it pulls you know uh, ambient air right. through a condenser, so it, it then condenses that pulls you know uh, basically uh, scrubs the the the, um, the nitrogen out of the air, gotcha. and so it starts feeding ninety five to ninety nine percent pure oxygen. 
into what we call the the, the nano bubble generator, right. and that's what produces the these super small. Tw- these these bubbles are like uh, twenty nanometers to hundred nanometers in size. Oh wow! And if you could picture this, okay, so your your normal your normal uh, water bubbles like one millimeters to three millimeters, right? Right. And so you know, if you shake a bottle of water and, and you see those little bubbles, those that are visible to the eye, you could fit about 250 to 300 million of these ultra-fine nanobubbles into each one of those small bubbles. That's wow. how small they are, okay? And that's 95 to 99% pure oxygen, yeah. similar to what you'd get from a hyperbaric chamber or an oxygen concentrator, right? Right. So you're getting that pure that pure uh, uh, oxygen in the ultra-fine nanobubbles. It, it, it infuses it into the water. So the, the machine itself will pull water out of the tub, out of your pool, your whirlpool, right. run it through the nanobubble generator, infuse it with the with the nanobubbles, and then shoot it right back into your pool. And it's just sitting in a pool of, of uh, 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 you know, that's filled with these uh, small bubbles, pure oxygen right. bubbles. Totally natural. Yep. And and like you said, so it's, I mean, most of us have, that have watched sports, right, and we've seen uh, especially the NFL, we see the NFL, the guys that go play in Denver, right? Third quarter, they're all reaching for oxygen, right? Because yeah. it's like the, the visiting team, at least, is all yeah. reaching for oxygen yeah. because it's like that. And I experienced that last year. I went and ran a race at Boulder in like, you know, for going from Waco, like, uh, like I think 450 feet altitude uh-huh. to Boulder, which is over a mile. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and, and I was fine for about, it was a 5k. I was fine for about a mile and a half. Okay. And then it just hit. And I just, I mean, like I stopped like a ton of bricks, like yeah. just, and people were just flying by me. And I was like, I'm trying so hard. I can't keep up <laughs> because I had no oxygen left. Like there's just nothing, you know, yeah. in, in our, from a athletics or, or performance standpoint or anything we're doing, whether you're at a high level or not, anything you're trying to move your body, it works on oxygen. Right? Oh, yeah. It works on oxygen and it works on glucose. And so you have to have the two. That's, so that's why we eat and that's why we got to breathe. Yeah. So, the, and, yeah, those are the two elements that work on a cellular level. You know, right. uh, you get into the mitochondria, you know, not to get too wonkish on the biology, which you're into. But, right. you know, there there is no cell that will work without glucose or oxygen. Right. Take one of those out of the mix and it, it just shuts down. Right. Yeah. And if we're getting extra oxygen, it's just like. Because that's the other thing about like what's working in this in the bloodstream to like you're moving oxygen to the cell and uh, you know once that transfers you're getting the carbon dioxide out you're getting the trash out and you're oh, moving yeah. it along you know and and it can only exit stuff out if you've got oxygen going in exactly and so the more oxygen you're going in the more trash you get coming out oh that oh yeah and so that's right? the beauty from like, the detox standpoint of this yeah. is that so the way the way that I kind of um, uh, advise uh, people to use this. There's, I, I got three kind of general applications, you know, if, and imagine I'm talking to like a fitness club owner or a gym, you know, a gym owner um, or, or anybody who might be just an individual user, you know, for a recovery, you know, right. I would spend 20 minutes in the tub because that will raise the oxygen levels. The way that it's measured is called SMO2. It's muscle oxygen saturation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and there's there's a device that measures it. It's called a near infrared spectroscopy, uh, a nurse monitor. Right. And we actually have those. We, we've, we've done studies on these over the last two, three years. But um, you sit in that tub for about 20 minutes and it will raise, you know, your oxygen levels back up to about normal. Yeah. Okay. Actually, 10 to 15 minutes will raise that will raise that uh, SMO2 up to pretty high levels. Normally, 
uh, young, uh, young uh, athletes or young individuals, anybody to say around 25, anybody in their 20s or younger, okay. when they're at rest, you know, just walking around doing nothing, SMO2, the normal amount of oxygen in the muscles, in the, in the tissues is somewhere around 70%, 70 to 75%. Okay. Okay. You exercise like you did at high altitude, that drops and it can yeah. drop as low as 10%, especially under such extreme circumstances, right? Right. So when, or now once it, once it gets that low, then recovery is fully based on getting that oxygen level back up. Because if you right. don't have that oxygen level in the tissues back up to at least a normal uh, state, recovery is going to take a long time. So yeah. Getting in the tub, and we've, we've, we've done the studies on this. We've seen this through a number of athletes that have done it. Um, sitting in that tub, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, will raise the oxygen levels back up, not just to that 70 75%, but it'll get up to about 90 to 95% saturation, oh, wow. which is the same effect of a hyperbaric chamber if you were to sit in that hyperbaric chamber for an hour. You oh, know, wow. so Yeah, so you get that. Boom, pretty quick. So 20 minutes for what I call recovery. If I were uh, still an, an athlete, I'd be sitting in this every day, 20 minutes after mm -hmm. my workouts. Right. Um, if there's any kind of muscle or, or injury treatment, then I would up that to maybe 40 minutes or so. Okay, okay, 40 minutes to an hour. But anything over an hour is total detox. I mean, you've got so much oxygen being yeah. perfused, you know, being forced into the muscle tissues yeah. that all that waste has to come out. Right. And we've seen, um, in fact, one of the case, one, uh, one of our testimonials um, was a lady who had been, um, you know, for, unfortunately uh, kind of hooked on heroin and she had been in and out of rehab a few times and she's very open and honest about her challenges with it in her testimonial. Right. So, I mean, it's very brave of her to do that. This is on our YouTube channel, yeah. but um, so she'd been in and out of, of, of rehab and had gone through the whole detox process a couple of times. And, um, so she was going through it again and sat in that tub for like an hour and a half, two hours. Right. And she said it felt like she had gone through a week of rehab. Oh, wow. It was that fast. It was just, just cleaned all that stuff out. Now they really wow. had to wipe that tub and clean that tub out after right. she was done, you right. know? And, and so, but uh, uh, it, it does have that kind of deep detox uh, capability. Wow. And so this is like, because like from a, you know, from an old school standpoint, Right before, like it was, you know, you, you go work out, you do your stuff and then you get in the ice bath for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however long you can handle yeah. it. Right. And right and now it's like, okay, it's the, the, the ice bath is the hip thing to do. But like we were doing it back in the training room yeah. and, and they were just saying like, you know, you stay in there, stay in there. Like you want to get out and you're like, <laughs> nope, stay in there and they pour more ice in and you're like, oh my gosh. Oh, um, hello. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and like, but this obviously is a more comfortable solution to yeah. that and, and, and more effective, right? Because all we were trying to do is just get it so cold that we're trying to get the new blood flow in to get the blood flow to, to flush everything right. out. But yeah. like, if, if it's so oxygenated, like we talked about, it has to force everything out because there's so much oxygen going in. Oh, it does. It's yeah. a far better solution. Yeah. And, and so, you know, looking into the, uh, the, the ice bath and the cold plunge challenges, you know, um, the oxygen, the SMO2 levels, you know, they, they bump up a little bit. So they, they, yeah. they get a little bit of a boost because, you know, the, the, the first thing that will actually increase the oxygen, you get in that bath water, or I'm sorry, you get in that, um, that, that cold ice tub. And the first thing you're doing is like, right. Yeah. You get that uh -huh. huge inhalation that, that brings oxygen up a little bit. Okay. Right. But the whole benefit of it, you know, of course, from an oxygenation standpoint is that, you know, the, the they say the, 
you know, the blood starts coming out of the extremities into the core where it's more oxygen rich, the lungs, the liver, you know, down right. into the trunk. And then it starts flushing back out as you get out of there. Right. Right. But, but really the biggest benefit of it, of course, is, is the dopamine rush. Yeah. You know, so you yeah. got that dopamine rush afterwards, you're feeling great. And you've basically tricked your body into thinking, man, I feel great. And this is awesome. Right. Well, you haven't really increased SMO2 by any meaningful amount out of that. Right. So there's no amount of uh, ice bath that is going to lift SMO2, not just to, to regular levels, but back up to that 90, 95% area. There's no yeah. amount of ice bath that's going to do it. Yeah. And, you know, I was actually reading this. Uh, this goes back a few years now. Uh, I, I just happened to catch a headline about the guy from uh, – the old sports scientist in the 70s at the University of Michigan who came up with the RICE method. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Rest, yeah. ice, compression, elevation. Right. Well, in tw it was either 2016 or 2017 in the Sports Journal of Medicine. I saw a headline um, that he had totally recanted all of that. He's like, right. man, I, I had it all wrong. And, it, and I think he has the harm method now, heat, activity, rest, and movement. Yeah, and so the thing about the ice, and this is just for any kind of injury. And for me, mm -hmm. this this uh, hit home because I had twisted my ankle a lot. I was always twisting my ankles right. as a as a shot put and discus thrower. I was yeah. always twisting my ankles, right. and I had always learned, you know, once I feel like I'm twisting my ankle, just fall down. I'm not even going to try to walk on it, and then get ice on it right away. Did yeah. that all throughout the '80s as a high school, yeah. in the '90s as a collegiate athlete, um, and so about four years ago. Well, this is more like three years ago. I had twisted my ankle again, and this was after having seen this uh, article. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that protocol. I'm not, I'm not gonna do rice anymore. Yeah. I'm gonna heat. I'm gonna do activity. I'm gonna do the rest and the movement." And it took a while for it to come back. I mean, normally, you know, icing it, I'd be back in a couple of days. Everything's fine. Yeah. Uh, but basically, you're just numbing the pain and creating right. scar tissue in that area. Right. Um, that that you know just gets built up over time. So. This actually took me about a month and a half after I switched protocols, and mm -hmm. I've not had any problem with my ankles ever since. So oh, the wow. same uh, the same kind of holds true, I believe, about the the ice bath. There are people who absolutely yeah. love it, and I think it's great. You know, the dopamine is something else. That's a great rush. Right. Um, but again, going back to the oxygen levels, it does not have any meaningful increase right. to what you can inhale beyond the lungs because the lungs are your bottleneck. Yeah. You can't yeah. take in any more just because right. you sit nice, right? In yeah. fact, it's probably a little bit less. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, without that, you know, you're you're not going to get that increase in the SMO2 where the actual cellular recovery happens, and that's where the right. bath really has a great advantage over it. Right. Well, and that's that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm like itching, if you will, to like get an opportunity to try it out because, uh, gosh, it's been twelve. Yeah, 12 years, 12 years and 10 years, because I've had it happen twice, or I've had my lung collapse spontaneously. Um, oh. And the second time they actually had to take some out. They, so I like I'm I've got a section that's probably about an inch and a half um of my rib cage at the lower end of my right side that's just gone because oh, wow. they took that that lobe of that lung out. Um and I mean it's it crazy statistical, like randomized, like I mean it's it's so many decimal points of a percentage of a millionth of a person that experiences wow. this. It's crazy. Wow. Um, and so, and I feel it like, like if I go on a really long run or a, a really hard workout, I can feel it from an oxygen standpoint. I can feel like I'm like, Oh my gosh. I in because there's just not as much lung capacity. Yeah. Right? Cause I'm missing some. 
Um, oh, I can imagine. And so that's another reason why I'm like, I, I really want to try this out and see the difference and feel the difference. Cause I know I could, f- I'd be able to feel it being so right. in tune with, with that, with myself anyway. Well, I'll um, tell you what, anytime you come here to Houston yeah. and we've got at our Bimini center here, which is uh, just right by up here on the Northwest side of town, 249 in the Beltway. Eight. if you're familiar with Houston at all, yeah. we've got our uh, Bimini's headquarters are here. We've got a, um, actually got a spa with a nice oh, cool. uh, warm whirlpool there. We keep it about 97 degrees. It's got oh, the nice. big NanoJet Pro unit that we've been right. uh, selling to uh, professional sports teams and collegiate athletic departments. We've got that one there. Um, we've also got our own little uh, Moxie meter, which is an NIRS meter that we can mm-hmm. put on you. We, it'll take your SMO2 level before you get in that tub yeah. um you know and then it'll will you be able to monitor it as you're you're in there you know if we'll take it at every five minute interval or, or continuously even right um and we'll be we'd be happy to host you anytime That's now, awesome. in january we're going to have uh we've actually started marketing this now yeah, we've got our NanoJet Eco unit, which is just coming off the assembly lines, and we'll start shipping here in a couple of weeks. And this is the home use unit. Okay. Okay. And so it's about fifty pounds. It's about like the size of an oxygen concentrator, a little bit bigger than a vacuum cleaner. It's about forty-five, fifty pounds. Yeah. Um, it's easier to travel with. Okay. Right. Um, and it is good. It is perfect for individual small tubs, and that's what we use it for. Right. Um, we'll be selling those to. Uh, business practitioners, you know, like gym owners, right. uh, you know, fitness club owners. You, you know, we've got right. people who are like uh, taking it to their country club and ho- hosting little bimini bath parties, right. um, you know, uh, uh, yoga studios, but also for individuals. You know, I've yeah. got a number of individuals who um, are buying it for their home use. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes to charge up uh, a tub, anything less than 100 gallons. So like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you got your bathtub at home, Fill right. it up with your warm water, charge it up. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that's good for about, if you're sitting in it the whole time, that's good for a couple hours of oh, that wow. oxygen. Yeah, wow. you, know, you, can keep, you can keep the unit running while you're in there. Yeah. Uh, it's not really necessary um, because if once that, each tub, we I kind of look at it like a, a battery. Mm-hmm. Once it's charged with those nano bubbles, those things are so small, they're not floating up. You know, they're trapped in the water. Okay. And if we let that water just sit there, we let that tub just sit there. It would hold that, you know, those nanobubbles in there for, you know, three, four days, 36 to 48 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, now the the water of the, the the temperature of the water might get a little uncomfortable. (laughs) Right. But, and then once you start, once you get in it, then, you know, it starts soaking it in and it starts losing that. Right. Um, But if you were to sit in it continuously, uh, you wouldn't see any really meaningful drop in the parts per million for at least three or four hours. Okay. Oh wow. Um, Yeah. So it's it's uh, that that travel unit's going to be a uh, a game changer for a lot of people. Yeah, I can I can imagine, especially like uh, physical therapy clinics and yes. um, And because the other thing is that from a from a healing standpoint, you know, in from not just athletic injuries, but any kind of healing standpoint, like that oxygen plays such a key role in that um, because it is part of the delivery system. It is part of, you know, and so, you know, for the elderly that have healing issues or anything like that, like I could see this in those applications as well of, you know, whether it's a physical therapy clinic or a retirement home that has yeah, assisted you know, uh, living. Yep. a hot tub or whatever, you know, assisted living place where it's like, okay, let me go in here in, I mean, from a from a muscle movement standpoint, from all the, like 
it, it sounds like it's better than having them go to a yoga class or a stretching class or something like that from what it's going to do from a muscle standpoint. Yeah, well, it, it should be as much a staple as any of those things or more yeah. of a staple because think about inflammation. Okay, inflammation and just the pain that comes from that inflammation, whether it's fibromyalgia, whether it's osteoarthritis, um, you know, we take we take uh, NSAIDs and anti-inflammatories right. and things like that to try to knock it down. But what really is the cause of it is lack of oxygen in those yeah. areas. Yeah. You know, why is why is it inflamed? Why are those joints inflamed? You know, why why are those tendons inflamed? Uh, it's because that's on a cellular level. They're not getting what they need. And that can be either the glucose, the, the nutritional side, or it could be oxygen, you know, right. uh, getting into those areas or a mix of both. Right. Uh, so we have seen people, um, in fact, we've got some testimonials on our YouTube channel about this as well. Uh, a lady who suffered from fibromyalgia was always just swollen and in pain. And, you know, I, I can empathize with that. Uh, she sat in the tub, you know, she was in there for about an hour and she got out. She's like, man, I haven't felt this good in years. Oh, wow. And it, it, it knocked it down. Now, yeah. of course, that's, you know, just kind of like a, like a massage might or like a, going to the chiropractor might, you know, that's going to wear off after, over some amount of time as the right. body processes that. Right. Um, but if you make it a, a, a a, a constant piece if they make it a constant piece to their you know like their treatment regimen um eventually it's going well i can't say uh really go away or heal right. or cure right. but they might lose a lot of that natural inflammation as they're mm -hmm. feeding their body more of what it needs right and well and that's like yeah from the, it, it, it's hard to use the, the cure word and those types of things like but but from a and and Masking is probably the wrong word because it, it is working. It's not just masking the, the symptoms. Like it's working at the cellular level, but like with yeah. anything else, if you, if you go away from that, you know, uh, you know, if you're a smoker and you stop smoking, it's great. But if you go back to it, well, that's not going to help. Right. And so like, yeah, if, if you use it to overcome some of the issues you've got and like take it like sprain an ankle, right? Like if you use it and you're going to heal the sprained ankle and it's going to be great. But then you go out and do the same stuff that you did that sprained the ankle before. Well, I mean, yeah, you're only going to yeah. be getting so much benefit out of it. Yeah, and, and you know, you mentioned you mentioned smoking. You know, and the, think of the effect that has on the heart, right? right? You know, when 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 the heart loses loses that oxygen, it starts it starts calcifying. You right. know, that's where a lot of the heart issues come from. Yep. And it's in the same in this same example, using your same analogy, you know, somebody somebody uses the tub and actually that oxygen can revive that mm -hmm. muscle. Yeah. Okay. So if, if they get better from it, but they go back to smoking or they continue smoking, it's not like it's going to go away forever. They're going to have to right. continue that. So right. that's why that's why I like to use it on a regular basis. You know, living I'm I'm 10 minutes away from the office, so it's awesome yeah. to be there. I go, I go take my bimini bath just about every day, every weekday for about 30 minutes over my lunch yeah. hour and um you know I, I can feel it you know my in my joints i can feel those days when i don't do it you know i'm yeah. up and down stairs every day and you know i'm pretty active still and you know those over the weekends um i start feeling it on sundays like man my knees are a little bit sore and you know over, over the last few months i've had a lot of things uh get better yeah. uh physically and one of them is um my my attitude, just I, I call it my countenance. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. um, I, and, and the only thing that I can relate it to was about 
oh, 20 some odd years ago, I was grossly overweight. I was pushing about 280 pounds. Right. Um, I was depressed. I was eating like garbage. And my wife at the time, she's like, man, you're depressed. You know, you need to get on, uh, you need to get on something. You need to get on Wellbutrin. You need to take a, right. you know, take a pharmaceutical for it. And so I did. Yeah. And pretty soon thereafter, I mean, everything got kind of a little bit brighter. It felt a little bit better, right? Right. And I enjoyed that, but I didn't want to be stuck on a pharmaceutical. I didn't want to be stuck on a drug for you know the rest of my life or any prolonged amount of time. So what I, I decided back then to do was, okay, I need to make these changes to my life, start exercising again, those things that I know make me feel better. And so I took the the natural route. It took a lot yeah. longer for me to get back to that, to that uh, state of not mm -hmm. being depressed. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that uh, my countenance was probably due to stress or whatever was still, you know, kind of down here just recently. Right. And after about a week, you know, my first week in the tub, I just felt things kind of lift. It's like, oh my gosh. And what it, the funny thing is, oxygen is so important, even for the synthesis, the the, the synthesis mm -hmm. and the um, uh, utilization of neurotransmitters like yep. dopamine, epinephrine, norepinephrine. All of those require hot, to to have a higher amount of dopamine dopamine naturally in your body. It does require more oxygen to right. create it, right. and that's you know that's your feel good drug right there. Yep. So it has yep. effects on that. And, um, you know, one of the other, one of the other areas that we're seeing quite a bit, uh, people reporting is that of brain fog. Um, oh, yeah. I was talking to a gentleman just last week, who's opening up a, uh, a spa on fifth Avenue in New York next month mm -hmm. in January. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that, uh, you know, after COVID he, he, he caught COVID like twice. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's a, uh, 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 mergers acquisition. He's actually a sports scout as well. They've got this, okay. this company that scouts out like young soccer stars across Europe and Africa and brings them into the sports schools. Right. Nice. And, uh, yeah, a real interesting guy. Um, but he's opening this spa, uh, in, in New York on fifth Avenue. Yeah. But he was telling me, you know, after he caught COVID, you know, he, he just, his, his, he didn't feel his mind was working like it used to work. And as you know, in finance and M and a being a business analyst, he's like, you know, I, I used to have, he said he used to have immediate command of numbers. Right. And after COVID, he's like, I, he just didn't feel like he did anymore. And it got to the point where he was feeling depressed about it. Yeah. And I didn't realize it, that, uh, but that is kind of common amongst, uh, you know, that population that had COVID a, a number right. of times. Right. And I've heard stories since then. He was sharing stories and people that we were talking to also were sharing stories of people who got so depressed that uh, he even knew somebody who took their own life from it because it's like, right. I just can't be who I was before. So they got that depressed and despondent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he, you know, he got in the tub, uh, you know, a little over a month ago for his first demo. And he said, boom, you know, that all came back. That brain oh, wow. fog was just gone. Well, you think about it, the brain <laughs> uses an inordinate amount of the oxygen that's in our body. You know, it's yeah. like something like, you know, 5% or 2% of the body's weight, but it uses something like 20% of the body's oxygen. I right. mean, it, it it has to keep on firing. Yep. And so there's there's huge uh, benefit in that area, brain fog. And um, I would be very, very eager. Uh, uh, I, I say this very delicately. Um, I'd be eager to try this with like uh, people who are early onset Alzheimer's or right. early at risk Alzheimer's and see right. if it helps them at all. Yeah. Well, and that's it, that's where I wanted to ask the questions about next was was that that mental health side of things because because it is oxygen dependent and it is something that you know as as people 
don't take care of their health, right? It is, it's, it's pretty documented that, you know, okay, if you're overweight, you're obese, like yeah. it, it leads to dementia, Alzheimer's, right? Like at a, at a, at a higher level, higher rate, faster rate. Um, and so, but a, a piece of that is you're constricting your blood vessel, you're constricting your blood flow. And so that oxygen is not able to get there as quickly and as fast. And so that's why you have all these, these, these mental health issues start popping up. And, you know, which is why a lot of people say, okay, well, the the first thing you got to do is like, you just got to breathe better, like learn how to breathe better. Right. That's a huge common thing right now that's out and about with, with self-help doc, you know, people and it is like learning how to breathe better, which is true. And that's an important piece of it, but to have an even bigger jump, right? Like that would be, I, I think that's a, that's a massive technology breakthrough. Yeah. To be able to say, okay, yeah, breathing better is great, but if you can add this to it as well, oh yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. it's 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 sort of like saying, hey, like cars are great, and, you know, and safe and everything, but if you can add a seatbelt, they're even safer. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. a car will get me from you know from Texas to to California in about two and a half three days, right? But what will it? What will a jet plane do? What will a commercial airliner right. do? Give me there in right. a few hours, you know. Yeah. But I, I, I agree, you know, uh, you know, if, if the Marines and the special forces will teach their, uh, you know, their members how to breathe strategically mm-hmm. to control, you know, stress and their reaction to, you know, fight or flight, you know, the box yeah. method and all the things that they do. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of validity to that and, and a lot of importance to that. Yeah. And in, in the absence of being able to get more oxygen into our body from any other source, that's what we're, that's what we're resigned to. That's what we're limited yeah. to. Um, and, and it does help, you know, the, um, oh, what's the yogi name for the, the, the yogi practice of breathing? I can't remember the name of it off the oh, top yeah. of my head. It's like, um, yeah. I don't want to butcher it. I'm not even going to take a stab at it. I right. can't remember. But so, I mean, I there's a lot about, yeah. of different practices that, that do it. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, that might, you know, that might get me from uh, New York or I'm sorry, that might get me from Texas to California at 90 right. miles an hour right. as opposed to driving the speed limit, but it's still not as good as the jet plane. Right. Right. And so like, from the standpoint of like, you, you know, I, I know you're excited about this. Like yeah. we've talked before about it. Like, I, I know you're excited about this. Like where does, where does uh, like the company see the, the, the most potential moving forward? Wow. There, there are so many different areas, you know, right. um, the first, the first area going, this is going back maybe three, almost four years ago. The first area that the company went with the product when their first um, prototypes were, were uh, put together was the medical community. People right. like Johns Hopkins and the Mayo Clinic, and they were intrigued by it. You know, there are right. doctors, yeah, I want to study that. You know, give us five to 10 years to do our studies on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not how, how business works. You know, that's, that's yep. not the economy here. So yep. that's when we took it to um, athletic departments. Yeah. And we've had, uh, in fact, I got to give a huge shout out to uh, Dr. Dean Miller down at Rice, Associate Athletic Director down at Rice for Sports Medicine and Athletic Training. He was the very first to jump onto it. Uh, yeah. He is a trendsetter. He is a forward 
thinker. He is on our medical board of advisors, and he was the first to do the the white paper studies. Um, Rice has it. Uh, they've got three units right now. They've got one down in their general tubs. They're, you know, they've got uh, mm-hmm. some tubs, Whirlpool tubs for their football team. They've got one that services the football team's tubs. Right. They got one for the rest of them. And they've even got a travel unit, one of the egos that I was talking about for their yeah. basketball team that they're taking around. You know, you travel a lot of basketball yep. and, yep. Uh, you know, throwing some A&M back in this and a little bit of rev- relevance. You know, we saw Buzz Williams. They had something like eight out of 10 games in November on the road. Yeah. Um, and the last, the last couple of those games, they looked pretty, they looked, pretty uh, yeah. weary, pretty kind of <laughs> slow. Uh, yeah. and, they, and they lost to people. Um, gosh, who was it? Uh, Virginia, uh, yeah, Florida Virginia. Atlantic and like uh, North Carolina or something like yeah. that. Um, you know, had, the, had they had one of these units, they might've right. been a little bit fresher, but right. um, so that, you know, so athletics was wave number two. And, um, you know, but there are only so many pro sports teams, college right. teams, JUCOs what to sell to. And they're, yeah. you know, they are uh, slower in their selling cycle. And that's where we came out with the eco unit, the travel unit. Um, we see huge opportunities in really two general populations there. First being, you know, the fitness crowd. Right. Um, you know, uh, you got a fitness club, you got a gym owner, people who don't want to necessarily buy one or use one all the time at their own home. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're uh, taking this to, you know, the independent gym owners uh, to add into their their list of services that they might offer to their members. Right. So that's that's one area there, the, the business practitioners. Um we think the biggest crowd uh, in terms of numbers yeah. is going to be in the, um, the, you know, the retire, the retirees, you know, the gen Xers who are starting to hit that and the baby boomers who are already right. there and, right. you know, they want quality of life. And, and that quality yeah. of life is so important. You know, I'm, I'm in my younger fifties. I'm, are you 50? You're not even 50 yet. Are you? Not yet. I got six months to go. Yeah. Six months ago. Okay. I just turned 53. And so, yeah. you know, over that, in the last few years, over 50, it's like, you know, the joints start yeah, feeling a little start, bit more, yep. uh, you know, but, yep. and, and I'm just trying to try, you know, project out 10 years from now, like, man, if this is, uh, you know, I, I don't want this to get worse. I right. want quality of life. I want to be able to do the things that I've been able to do and be active, you know, coaching uh, kids in, in sports. Um, you know, I'm going to be volunteering at uh, track meets all over for, for A&M. And, and, you know, I want to be involved in those communities where I find so much of, uh, you know, my my recharging, you know. Yeah. Um, but if if if, you know, my mobility goes away or even if, you know, uh, some of those things just start deteriorating, I get less and less able. So right. that population is absolutely dialed into it. We talk about quality of life. Yeah. Not having those, you know, the the arthritis and the fibromyalgia, those constant right. pains, fighting those off. So we see, I mean, big areas there. Those are probably the two biggest areas. Well, and it's it, it, you said mobility, and that's, I mean, really everything about it goes to mobility, right? So it's like yeah. the athletes want more mobility and agility. And like you said, the the retirees, that's the biggest issue of, and I talk to people about it from a from a weight loss standpoint, health standpoint, movement standpoint. is like well if if all you do for 20 or 30 or 40 years is go to work sit at a desk you don't exercise you don't eat right you gain weight like how do you think your retirement years are going to look you're not all of a sudden just going to be like hey let's go fly over to europe and go hiking for three days around rome you know and experience all those things you're going to be like oh or you know hey let's take the grandkids to disney 
Well, you're going to be like, hey, can, can y'all go on that ride. We're going to sit on the bench and wait because we can't. Yeah. We're tired and we can't move and our legs hurt. And, you know, all the things that, that we can logically and rationally go, oh, yeah, that's probably where I'm going to be. Uh-huh. But well, yeah, I can see you know, this helping yeah. in so many ways for people oh, who are yeah. heading that direction. Yeah. And see, I, I had to have my own, you know, uh, come to Jesus moment on that as well. Not too long ago, because, um, you know, as as a, uh, a consultant working with uh, a lot of different startups, uh, mm-hmm. as I've done over the past, I mean, in the last four or five years, I, I have found myself experienced myself being more desk bound and, right. and really more since I haven't been active in coaching youth sports and, and having that as my kind of uh, general activity. Yeah. And you know, I, I get, I can be such a workaholic at times where suddenly, you know, eight hours have gone by and I haven't gotten up from my desk. Right. You know, and a lot of people are like that. And even though yeah. I've got a standing desk, I can stand up, sit down, whatever, you know, that's great. Right. But it, right. it's, it's, it is not the movement yeah. uh, that I was accustomed to. And so when everything started getting really tight and, and sore, um, you know, the getting myself up to go exercise was always a challenge, always yeah. a battle. Like, oh man, I really don't want to go to the weight room. Man, I really don't want to go jogging. Oh, I'm just so sore, so tight. Uh, and, and and so I, I had that mental battle. Fortunately, you know, that's where I kind of keyed myself. I said, okay, when I when I'm telling myself that, when I hear that self talk, that's my cue. I gotta go. Right. And so, no matter how bad it hurts, get started. And you know, once I'm done, I've always felt better. Right. However, you know, now that I've been, uh, this is probably two and a half, maybe three months of, of constant mm-hmm. uh, bath therapy. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't have those challenges anymore. I'm able to, to, you know, stay mobile, stay, you know, the joints feel great. Like I said, I'm up and downstairs all the time now. And it's right. before when it would be like, oh, oh, my knees. Ah. Yeah. Now it's like, all right, no problem. And I, I feel like I can uh, go tackle more things. And that's that, that's the new challenge is, okay, yeah. I really can't tackle as much as I think I can. But you know what? I'm a heck of a lot better than I was, you know, a few months back. Nice. Well, and so, like, from a... So from a standpoint, we talked about it from a, like a recovery standpoint, right? Like getting into it after is, has there been research done or have y'all looked at like, is there benefit to it? Like, like, like a pre-workout protocol and a post-workout protocol. So, uh, research, uh, official research, right. no, right. uh, a- anecdotal evidence, a lot of it. And mm-hmm. here's, so we've got, uh, a couple dozen, athletes in the nfl this season using okay. it okay. um and so the names that i am going to mention that they're they're all over social media with it so somebody like tyler biatis uh starting center for the dallas cowboys probably being mm-hmm. all pro this year yeah. um he's had uh an energy this entire season okay uh, and he posts it all over his instagram so you can see it there and we tag him and he tags us and whatnot right. and um you know, so his his uh, feedback to us is that he will do it. You know, maybe eighteen hours before game, okay. And he he feels like he's like just ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Um. And he what he's trying to do now with it, uh, or what we've heard is that he he's trying to make it so that he can do it. You know, uh, early in the morning before they have their team meetings and mm-hmm. all their film studies because you know everybody drags in right. whatever six seven a.m. they start their team meetings, their film sessions, whatnot. And everyone's like, uh. Right. Well, he does it every so often before that, and he feels like he's sharp and able to focus. So, okay. um, this this was one of the uh, suggestions I made to uh, um, uh, Kavan. Aberdeen, who's the gentleman who's putting the spa in on uh, Fifth Avenue in New York? Okay. Yep. You got to have a you got to have an investment bakers package. What do you mean? So uh, if I were an investment oh. banker, if I were in that world, I'd want to get in there 
you know, 6 a.m., right. have the news on in front of me, you know, maybe have my coffee with me or something, uh, something like that. So I'm ready to go the moment right. I hit the floor, the moment, I, you know, I'm, I'm the market opens, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so we, we've that's kind of an aside, but we've also had other players uh, here in Houston. Uh, Noah Brown, who's a receiver for the Texans, um, he'll do it. Uh, he, he brings a couple of the guys in with him, and they do it either at Rice or at our place up here, usually a, a day or two days before. Now, when they okay. first started, they said, look, don't upset your game. You know, right? Everybody kind of reacts differently to it, and we didn't really know at the time what the what it would be, yeah. um, but. What we're really going to be looking for this spring as we're dealing with different uh, track and field programs and athletes at different levels is recovery between events. Right. Okay. And and this is going to be exciting for me, at least, because you you, you know what it's like out of me. You know, it's a two day event. It's a three day event, whether you're a multi eventer or whether you've got, you know, you show up and on day one, you've got prelims and maybe some semis and then you're into the finals. Right. That may go over. If you got it all in one day, you may, you may be running three to six races a day. If you're a sprinter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're running 100, 200 and maybe you're doing a long jump or you're doing a field event. Right. You're in a busy day. So if, if we could have a tub, you know, at a meet like that and have kids or, you know, the athletes come in between events, uh, even 10 minutes or 15 minutes, not too long, but, uh, you know, 20 minutes, I would say tops, um, to where the temperature of the tub's not going to be so warm that it relaxes their muscles too much, you know, kind of takes them out of the zone. Uh, to me, to my way of thinking, uh, I believe that that would at least increase their, their energy level on subsequent, uh, events, subsequent races or whatnot. So I'm, I'm really excited to see, um, what we're going to be doing with some of the track teams this spring yeah. uh, during indoor season at places like A&M and a few other schools uh, as we roll this out. No, I think, I mean, I hadn't even thought of that, but that's, that's so true. And like, and I'm sure that in figuring out what that timing is, right. Yeah. Is, is going to be, is going to be crucial, but, but yeah, I could see, cause I mean, I don't know how many times I ran, you know, a, a prelim for the 1500, and then come back and run, you know, the 3000 or 5000 that night. And then you got the final for the pre for the 1500 the next day, yeah. you know, and that's, that's four miles or five miles worth of racing in a two day period. Like, oh, that's highly a competitive, highly competitive. You know, that's, right. that's high stress stuff. You know, that's not like yeah. a, your, your normal workouts, right? Right. Your, your daily workouts would, would probably be at what? 70, 80% intensity tops. Yeah, in, I mean, leading in a meat environment, that, yeah. you're 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 topping out. You're you're going full bore. You're you're ninety five hundred percent. You you that yeah. really knocks you know everything down. Yeah, and then of course, if you have a tweak here or there, right? Yeah, like you tweak a muscle or something, and it's like, okay, now I've got you've not only have you got that injury to overcome, but you've got the stress of that yes. that adds on to it. And so, yeah, having something that, and this is one of the reasons why you know so many people especially in the, in the distance world, so many people train at altitude uh-huh. and then come down to, you know, so they'll train in Flagstaff and then they'll come down to Austin or new Orleans or, you know, somewhere that yeah. they can go like, okay, now I'm the, the oxygen rich environment for them. Yeah. Cause they're, you know, three or four months worth of oxygen depletion at their level, they come down and it's like it, it for somebody like me, that's training at altitude, it's an unfair advantage for them. Yeah, because they're swimming in oxygen. Like that's yeah. what we call it. Like they're swimming in oxygen when they come down here and just breathe in normal. But if yeah. if that can level the playing field of like, oh, if I can get in here and get the same oxygen rich environment inside my blood, 
from an athletic standpoint, I mean, it's it, it's a no brainer. It, like, it really is. And, and and I think at that point, it's just a matter of, okay, what's the right temperature so that your your muscles, mm-hmm. you know, have the right reaction to it, right? Right. Because we've, we've all been in that boat before, you know, we've seen people or we've heard about it, you know, they get in a, oh, I'm going to get in a hot tub, you know, 10 minutes before I go out and compete, get in the game mm-hmm. or run a race. And then it's like, they're sluggish. Yep. Uh, that's just yep. kind of normal. So what, what what's the right temperature? What's the right, you know, duration there? Um, you know, I've got my own thoughts about it, but I think for everybody, it's going to be different now. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that you, you mentioned the injuries, you know, the, the, the injury protocols, you know, when you're talking about those high performing athletes, they don't want to sit out, you right. know, that that's the worst thing to do is to have yep. to sit out. Yep. And um, what we saw uh, again, bringing Noah Brown back into this, the wide receiver for the Houston Texans. Um, the first time that he was in the tub, uh, this was the, what, what game was that before us? It was before his breakout game, and I, I can't remember who that was off the top of my head. It was like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, he, you know, he had a, a breakout game with a seventy-five yard touchdown catch, you know, um, yeah. and, and he had ended up having like one hundred fifty-nine yards at that week. Well, you know, he, that that whole week at practice, every he said everybody was commenting, he said, well, "You look like you're running on fresh legs, man." You know, everybody else has been through a season where they're just right. a little bit slower getting beat up on, you know, the body's yeah. still trying to recover from the pounding. Well, he had those fresh legs. Then the next week he had another, he had like 170 some odd yards. Right. Um, and just, you know, he, he actually caught the, 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 uh, the pass that put him in the position for the field goal to win that game. I think that was, right. um, Oh, I can't remember if that was a Carolina or who that was. Um, but then he, he got hurt in that game and pulled a hamstring. Well, he was, so he was out for two weeks. Right. And, um, you know, he he was trying to recover. Uh, was it, uh, it was the quad or the hamstring? I can't remember what his injury was. Um, but he 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 upped his tub time. You know, yeah. he was doing he instead of doing you know an hour uh, once or twice a week, he was doing an hour almost every day a week. Yeah. And he we, he just got back. He was out for the the two games, and he just got back on the field in this last game um, this past Sunday. And uh, let's see here, that was um, I can't remember who that was now. I can't remember any of their schedule. I, should, I need yeah. to follow a little bit closer, but <laughs> it it kind of condensed, shortened that injury right. time just as a part of their treatment protocol. Yeah. Well, and like for people that don't know, I mean, like you, you oh Denver, that's who they just beat. They just beat Denver. Yeah. I mean, you pull a quad, and like from my standpoint, like if I if if somebody tells me you pull a quad, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm out a month. Like yeah. you pull a hamstring, it's like six weeks. Like boom, Ugh. done. You know, like that's it's just the way it is. It's like nope, nope, and. Yeah. To be able to come back in two weeks is <laughs> like it's it, it almost makes you question like did you really pull it like really like is it really but yeah you know but it makes sense from a standpoint of what's happening internally what's happening physiologically that like the healing process is sped up that fast yeah well yeah. it is sped up that fast and and then you know the point hey did you really did you really hurt it you know we're talking about Noah Brown, the guy's only on a yeah. one-year contract. Right. You know, one-year contract. Just you know, for for the Texans, he came from the Dallas Cowboys. So on a one-year contract, yeah, he he does he does not want to be hurt. You right. know, he wants another right. contract. Right. Yep. So yep. Uh, anything that he could do um, to to speed that up, yep. uh, you know, he he was doing it. And um, yep. you know, now the the words kind of getting around a little bit more throughout that athletic world. Yeah. Uh, about what's happening with this. And then, so we got a lot more guys, um, you know, a lot more athletes. We got, um, 
I can't. We got uh, a couple athletes out of the WNBA. Okay. Uh, we've got we've we've had uh, Sterling Brown from uh, the Houston Rockets has mm-hmm. been using this for a few years, and our own. You you know who Fred Curley is? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Fred yeah. Curley used this uh, back uh, 2020. You know nice. when he was overcoming his injury. Yeah. Now he's been he's uh, that's when he was training here in Houston, and he was able to get into the tub pretty regular. But now he's been yeah. training out in Arizona. Um, but he's he's given us a, a testimonial, and he loves yeah. it. And so um, it 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 it's gotten a lot of uh, great reviews, rave reviews from a lot of athletes out there. Right. But you're right. There's they're the early adopters because right. at that collegiate level, and you were there, and I and I was there. We all know, man. I'm here on scholarship. I want to yep. keep my scholarship money. Yep. Now that you know they got NIL and they got all these new changes, it's right. that competitive. Oh yeah. You know, anything yeah. to keep me on the field, anything to keep mm-hmm. me here. Plus, we're competitive anyways. We were the best, you know, at the lower yep. levels in high schools. We were the best of the best. We got to high school and we realized, man, everybody was a high school star here. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. You know, ultra competitive. We want to be out there. We want to win. We want to do our best. Yep. Um, and so, you know, the I, I always tell the story, you know. Back then at AM, we had uh, the world's largest weight room at the time, Needham right. Steed. Right. And right next door, attached to it, part of it was their sports medicine uh, center that right. had a hyperbaric chamber in there. Yeah. You know? And what, nobody could ever sit in it. Nobody. Yeah. I don't think an athlete ever got into that because they right. were just it was reserved for the sports science or sports med people. Yeah. And it was like, man, we got this great thing right here. How come we can't <laughs> use it? Right. You know? Yep. So anything that we could do to keep ourselves, you know, uh, you know, operating day in, day out at a high level, practicing yeah. at a high level and recovering quickly and, you know, competing at the best that we could. That, that's what we were all looking for. So the athletes right. understand it. They get it quickly. Yeah. Well, and then from the from the normal person, like it, you, you should understand, like oxygen feeds everything. And so the better you can get at supplying oxygen, the it, it's going to lead to longevity. Yeah. Like it's going to lead to a better oh. life down the road. That reminds me of, okay, so uh, about four years ago, this is, you know, this, this was right before um, I came across the guys at Bimini. Mm-hmm. I had seen this article about uh, research that was being done at University of Tel Aviv in Israel. Right. Okay. They were they were researching the effect of oxygen on chromosomes because mm-hmm. at the end of every chromosome is the, are these caps called telomeres. Right. And their, 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 their theory was, okay, you know, these telomeres, they seem to shorten as we get older. Right. And so their, their whole, their whole, uh, uh, study, they took, I don't know, something like 300 people, all different age groups, all different kind of, you know, cross cross section of their population. Right. Right. And their whole thing that sit in a hyperbaric chamber one hour for 90, uh, one hour a day for 90 days. Okay. It stopped the shortening of the telomeres. Okay. Okay. So they're thinking we've just found, <laughs> right. <laughs> we know how to, how to stop the aging process. Cause if the telomeres don't shorten, then right. people aren't aging. Yeah. Well, you know, considering that you know, if, if um, your insurance covers uh, a hyperbaric sh- a session, that's still going to cost you about 300 bucks, maybe right. out of pocket. If right. it doesn't cover it, you're probably going to get a thousand bucks per session. Right. Not right. to mention you're sitting in that, you know, two ATMs, three ATMs pressure yeah. um, and all the stuff that comes with that. You know, you can have sinus pressures that can collapse your ears. It can yeah. actually collapse your lungs. Yeah. Uh, and if you go the cheap route and you don't go to an FDA certified facility, <laughs> you know, it can There's pull risks. up on you. You, right. know? you don't know what you're getting. So, yeah. you you know, it, it becomes very exclusive yeah. for people to really make a meaningful difference 
um, you know, in their health and wellness and something that, that has been proven to work. And yeah. so it was like two weeks or, or shortly after I had read that article, saw that headline and read the article, I came across Bim and I was like, oh, there certainly aren't any coincidences. Okay, here we <laughs> right? go, you know. Now we've got yeah. a way to sit in a tub and get that same amount of oxygen, get it the yeah. same way, you know. Yeah, a lot healthier too. Oh, much healthier. Yeah. And, you know, you, you for the gen, for the general public, our challenge is um, really spreading that education. Yeah. You know, well, of course I need oxygen. You know, you know, uh, why are you trying to sell me some oxygen? Why do I need oxygen right. in a tub? I can breathe all the oxygen I need for free. So, like, well, right. yes, yes, you can. But, yeah. um, you know, the more oxygen you get, it has these effects on you. It has these right. effects on the human body. And, um, you know, the, there's still a large, the large, vast majority of the, I'll call them the non-athletic population mm-hmm. um you know they they need to be there's there just needs to be a a, a, a larger general awareness of more yeah. education so when we talk to the the general population about it, our salespeople or even through our marketing you know it's all about educating right you know and that's that's what we love to do is just say look these are the benefits of getting more oxygen in your body and then yeah. here's a lot of studies you know um uh, white paper studies and and medical studies that link so many different uh, diseases, um, you know, maladies, infirmities, you name it, oh, to yeah. the lack of oxygen. Yep. It's ridiculous. When I started getting it, I was like, people are going to think we're making this up. Right. You know? No, but it is. It's, you know, oxygen, it's it's the breath of life. Like, and, and, and you can take that down to every single cell and, like, and then you, then you, when you extrapolate that and go, oh, well, okay, well, it makes sense that if that cell dies off and then I'm going to have a problem here or there, or, you yeah. know, and, uh, and it's, you know, or it's not going to be strong enough to prevent this disease or this virus or this whatever, then you really start to backtrack that up and go like, okay, oxygen's pretty important. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and the more, and, and you know, the, the funny thing is you're not going to die or, or from, from too much oxygen. Right. You know, and, and there, there really aren't any um, uh, bad side effects to having right. too much oxygen. Okay. Right. Not like having, you know, go through a whole list of side effects of the pharmaceuticals that you may be taking sure. to cure something and the pharmaceuticals <laughs> to offset those side effects and, right. and so forth and whatnot. Right. Um, and, and, and one thing that gets overlooked quite a bit is the immune system's dependency on yeah. oxygen. You know, yeah. the macrophages, the red blood cells, all of that yep. uh, fueled by oxygen. And, and you know, I had a, I think you probably did too as an athlete, you know, had, yeah. had a heightened awareness that, you know, when we're, when, when we, or when I or other athletes were under like really heavy training loads, mm-hmm. I used to notice that that's when we would get a cold, right? you know, get sick, you yep. know, or something. Yep. And it's because that same immune system that fights off, wards off sickness and disease mm-hmm. is responsible for repairing the yep. cells from yep. a, something like a jog or a run or a weightlifting session. Right. Yep. It's all the same system. And so that immune system is what ties it all together. Yep. And you deprive the immune system of oxygen, you'll get sick. You'll catch something just like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, totally will. So from an education standpoint, how can people that are intrigued find out more? Uh, the, Best thing to do is to go to uh, our website, 
BiminiHydrotherapy.com. You see Bimini, okay, Uh, Hydrotherapy.com. And we have a white papers section, and we're always adding to it. Whenever we see any kind of medical study um, that links anything to oxygen, whether it's, you know, a simple cold, whether it's um, cancer, microbiology, osteoarthritis, anything, sleep apnea, any of that, we're putting it there because, uh, you know, if the medical community believes it, then, yeah. you know, that should be the proof positive. And that's one thing that we didn't mention is the sleep. Yeah. yeah. The first thing that happened, the first day that I got out of the tub, man, I had the best sleep I had ever had. And I don't yeah. have problems sleeping. When I, when I hit the bed, I'm like, I'm out. Right. Right. But that first night after my first bath, I woke up the next morning. I was just like, what was that? <laughs> that was, Ooh, that was amazing. I want yeah. more nights like that. Like, and that yeah, that must have been the first time I've ever experienced that with the Delta wave sleep. Right, right. And so we've we've got testimonials here. This this wow. this is awesome because this is where the where I love the the only reason I love the Apple Watch. Okay, yeah. you know how it has that like sleep monitor on it. Yep. So we've got um we've got a couple of ladies in Dallas who uh, are are members of the company. They're like investors, and they were they also use the the tub and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but they had gotten this new Apple Watch a few months back. And, you know, they were monitoring their sleep patterns. And, you know, you saw the chart that goes like this. Right. And then the following day after the tub. I was like, oh, that's, I know what that is. That was your first night of sleep after that bath, man. That was something amazing. We've had people with sleep apnea as well, you know, not have to wear their masks for a little while, you know, a few days afterwards. They slept like, you know, awesome. But yeah, we have all those studies, all those white papers, all of that stuff. We, we, we put it in the white paper sections of our of our website. Yeah. Um, we share that with the world. Um, and when we train our salespeople, uh, we're training them on the same uh, message. Okay. Right. Uh, when they're talking to our potential customers, they're saying the same things. Look, here's here's what it's been met. Here's what more oxygen has right. been medically proven to do for the human body. Yeah. And Here's how you can get more of it without having to spend thousands of dollars a week with going to a hyperbaric chamber. Right. Oh, well, that's awesome. So I love this. Um, and so hopefully we can learn more about it as y'all expand and uh, have you back on and, and talk more about it as, as things start to, to blossom in a new year. So thank you awesome. so much. Happy Scott. to do it anytime. Thanks for having me on and anything that I can do to share with anybody who sees this, feel free to hit me up. Will do. Thanks for checking out the Confidence Through Health podcast. Please subscribe, post a review, share this episode with those you love who need a little extra help with their health journey. Visit allinhealthandwellness.com to learn more about the coaching programs that I provide. All episodes are produced by the Social Media Cowboys, your source for all online marketing needs. Go to socialmediacowboys.com for more information.